Welcome to Death Do Us Part Podcast, hosted by my, by my wife, Jamie. Hello. And myself, Mark. I stumbled. Did you rather. have a stroke there I for did. a minute? Uh. I, I apparently, um, so on my phone, you can do like the um, the swipe thing. Sure. I guess it's like super sensitive now because some of the text messages I've sent out, yeah. I don't even know what they fucking say. <laughs> I, I don't even know. Bumblebee tuna. Yeah. I sent one today. I'm like, I don't even know what that word is. Whoops. Uh, oh, well, whatever. Babe, we're finally doing a regular episode. Guys, I'm back on my bullshit. People have been asking. I know. Fuck, I forgot my ice pack at work. Oh, <sighs> son of a. Yeah, I strapped it around my neck today. <laughs> so, one of the guys walked in, he's like, fuck you doing? I was like, I got ice on my neck. Leave me alone. Well, Mind your business. It's the weather. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm dying. Yeah, the weather changing. Yeah, so... We had like no 70 degree weather in Chicago. It just went from fucking 90 97 to 60 and 50s. It was 48 this morning when I left for work. Yeah, at football practice this week, oh, we it's were. glorious. It was glorious, but it was cold. I'm too fat for the heat. <laughs> I'm, I'm, babe, I'm like, I'm sweating right now, like gross sweating. Yeah, well, we opened the window today. It was hot and yeah, it well, got hot in here today. I got a lot of candles going too. Yeah, that too. Looks like a seance. It's a seance in here. Do you tell you that in a fucking <sighs> seance, Stephen? What movie is that from? You didn't even hear me because you were too busy singing. I was. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember. what. Did you even hear what I said? Yeah. I, I, tell me, because I can't remember. Hey, what the fuck? Backdraft. Oh, my God. I should what, know that, What, did he tell too. you that in a fucking seance, Steven? Yeah, I should have known that. Oh, damn it. We've only watched that 169 yep. times. Just like it was Dad's way. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. So what else is up? Nothing. I got. We're going to the pumpkin patch tomorrow. Yeah, I'm excited. Yay! Yeah, I feel bad for <clears throat> you and your sister. Yeah, Sam said she'd help me. Okay, because we can pushing bring, me yeah. on dirt is not. They be actually fun. have like a section on their website that talks about it. About that they they try to yeah they try to make it as accommodating as they can for like wheelchairs and strollers and okay that's um, cool. Some of it's grass, some of it's gravel. It's doable, but it's bumpy. Yeah. And you could only apparently get halfway through the corn maze, but I don't go in the corn maze anyways, because, you no, know, children of the no. corn. Um, but Sam said, too, you could bring your own, like, snacks and stuff like that, so I'm going to have the wagon. So Sam said we could switch. I don't know. Okay. That's cool. So, and Sam I mean, is your sister. So your son knows. could push you, too. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how he'd do No, he won't. No. Yeah, I'm a little heavy. Yeah. Well, she said she would help because she's like, he better not go or not not go because of the gravel. And I was like, well, he gets worried about me because last time I tried pushing him. Yeah. A, I almost pushed him down the overpass. Um, and two, I he started sneezing. Yeah, yeah, I started getting a lot of pressure. One of our, uh, my girl texted me and was like, uh, that means pressure, like a yeah. lot of pressure in your head. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, so we got to be careful. So I, I worry a little bit. Well, we'll be all right. But 
I'm excited to go to the pumpkin patch. They're it's, going early. It's going to be... Oh. <clears throat> They're going earlier than everybody else. We're, you said we're going around noon. Yeah, around 1230. Okay, because that'll give me time to yeah. shower and... It's a it's a good one, too, because... um. When I found out how much it was to get in, I was like, what the fuck? But then it's everything. Oh, really? So normally, like, when you go to a pumpkin patch or, like, apple picking, you pay yeah. to get in, and then you pay for the rides, and then yeah. you pay for the mazes, and now this includes all the... Uh, there's a shit ton of rides. Oh, really? Um, All the rides, Where all the mazes. Where is this at? Lowell, Indiana. Oh, okay. So, it's close to where we went apple picking. Okay. The one time. It's Do you not, remember that? Yeah, it's not too far of a drive no, for uh-uh. us. No, no. My cousin lives there, yeah. so okay. Yeah, it's not. It's a, it's a nice one though. Apparently, we I don't think we've ever been to this one, but we as a family go once a year. Yeah, the whole fucking gaggle of us. Yeah. So yeah, we go to Bankston sometimes, but Bankston's that's one of those like you pay to get in and then you mm. pay for every ride, and you know it's it's a lot. We yeah. would go on like Veteran Appreciation Day right. for my uncle, but mm. no, I think. Um, I think Lynn, my stepmom, found this one. Nice. So, was it last year that we went to one out here and it fucking rained? It was miserable. Yeah, I know I did not go to that one. No, you haven't been to one with us. Not as a whole group. Mm -mm. No, not as a whole group. No, we. the only thing, you've gone apple picking with us. I don't think you've been to a pumpkin patch with us. No, no. Murder got in the way. Mm, Yeah. Murder and Always. Which is funny because right now, like, that's where you would be. Yeah, if I you know. were still working, I know I'd be out on a, yeah, I'd be out on a homicide. Yep. So it was know. it was nice seeing the guy the other day. The guy, the guy. Yeah, my buddy. Glad I could try and help. Yeah, you did. I didn't do not. I said hello. <laughs> I thought the one guy's name was MacGyver because I can't read. Yeah, he straightened that out today. It's totally not. No, no. I told you last yeah, night who it was. Yeah. But. He's a fan of the podcast. I know. You know who you are. Mm-hmm. You made my motherfucking day. <laughs> I legit like geeked for the rest of the day. That's cool. I was very excited. Yeah, that's cool. It made me happy. And apparently we made his trip to Tennessee. So, mm-hmm. there you go. Not too shabby. Nope. Nope. I was very excited. That's cool. It's the little things, you know? It is. Yeah. It is. So... Uh, so what uh, what do you have for us lined up today? Or, uh, or should we do Patreons? We got some Patreons. Yeah, we haven't. Uh, it's been a little while, so. Hmm. I mean, it really hasn't been a while. For people that don't know, we we did a two-part yeah. Patreon episode. There was so. just a lot of time in between yeah. the two parts, which was my fault. I feel bad. But, you know, did you read the post I put on in the discussion group? No. That I was sorry that. Like, it took forever and everything like that. Everybody was fucking amazing. They were like, dude, you're human. The one, Heather, who runs the discussion group. Yes. That's, I see, I'm saying who it is. Yes. She's like, God, could you just stop, like, wifing and momming and, like, get to getting? (laughs) We need a fucking podcast. Right. All right. But it hasn't been too long. I mean, we we did the Mm two-part Patreon, so if you're interested in listening, um... It was a good Patreon episode. It was John Benet Ramsey. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in being a Patreon and having full access, um, there's three tiers you can choose from, but each tier 
you have full access. And so. I have some ideas for some stuff I would like to add to the tears, I think. Okay. Um, yeah, after one of the girls listened, I got a message. I have questions. <laughs> I was like, you sound like me now. I was like, I also have questions. Would you like to discuss questions? Yeah, right. So. Oh, man, you blew my mind with that case. There's... Babe, the indictments. So... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I like doing that. That's Don't what... get into it too much because if people who want to listen, they're no, gonna I wasn't to even gonna, all I was going to say was I I like doing that. I strive to find something that you don't know. Yeah, that, that blew my mind. It makes that me was, happy when I can do that. There is a <clears throat> lot that people do not know. Ooh. oh, there's a shit a ton. Yeah, but it solidified <clears throat> for Jesus fuck. Can Sorry. you stop? <clears throat> Dying. Do you need mouth to mouth? No, not from you. That's how I'd give mm. it to you. I have to read the message. It just flashed across my phone. Yeah. One of our listeners mm-hmm. is a night auditor. Okay. The I-57 killer. Mm-hmm. He killed night auditors. Ooh. I was like, oh, fuck. Why do you do that? Yeah. So I got to read the whole message. So oh. I'll shout you out next episode. Okay. Um. Yeah, fuck that. But anyways, you cut, totally cut me off. I always off. cut you off. Um, it solidified for my belief and or my opinion. Yeah. It changed for, mine. No, it's what I thought the entire time. And you have thought that the entire time. Yeah. And now I, I agree with you. Yeah. So. Okay, good talk. So our Patreon. Yes. We have uh, Ricky. Thank you, Ricky. I'm pretty sure it's Ricky. Okay. She'll know. Uh, Jessica. Thank you, Jessica. We got another Brittany. Nice, Brittany. Brittany bitch, too. Nice. And Tiffany. Tiffany. Tiffany is my you. ambulance name. Why? I, I don't, because I don't like telling people my name. So if, if like, somebody's being a shithead and they want to know what my name is, I tell them Tiffany. Oh. Because that's the only name we don't have there. We, could, we couldn't give false names. Oh, I can't. I don't give a fuck. Hmm. I see why you can't. Yeah. They don't need to know my fucking name. No way, man. True. No. But thank you, ladies. You guys are, uh, you're the tits. Yeah, you are. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And hope you guys enjoyed the John Bonet episode. Yeah, they just got it. They would have, uh, like, that's new to them then. Awesome. So, guys, listen. Tell me what you think. Listen yeah. to the other bonus episodes. Yeah, yeah. They're good. I have unpopular this... opinions on quite a few of them. Yeah. But We're up to a few now. That was... 19? 19. You know, the more I do those kind of cases, the more I find out that I'm not the only one who has those opinions. I know. I kind of so, figured. Yeah. This is going to vibrate for a little bit. Okay. My sugar's got to come down, so it's going to... The critical thing is going okay. off, just so you know. But are you it's getting, not. It's not work blowing me up. Will you need mouth-to-mouth? No. So can you just say yes? Yes, babe. Yes. yes. All I, right. I forgot my transmitter here today. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you're not gonna like drop or anything, are you? No, I'm high. Oh. Yeah. No. I'm not even gonna ask how high you are. Not as high as you would think, but okay. I've had four fucking orders come over in the last ten minutes too. Mm. I need some cotton candy grapes. Yeah. Guys, have you had cotton candy grapes? They're amazing. Sweet Jesus, I don't like grapes. They're amazing. I, I don't like grapes, but these, holy shit. Yeah. They're I work, the green ones. Yeah, I worked they're, overnight. They're actual cotton candy grapes. They're hybrid grapes. That's what they're called. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
I worked overnight the other night, and me and one of the girls ate like two pounds of them. Yeah. I want a pound all to And myself. I kept offering, like, everybody that would come in, I'm like, would you like to try cotton candy? No, I, I wouldn't even offer it. But then they're like, can I have another one? Can I have no, one? you may not. <laughs> they're mine. Yeah, we ate a ton. But that's why, so I sent her a message at like 1.30 that afternoon. I was like, do you like grapes? And mm. she's like, well, that's really fucking random. But <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, see, I'm going to the store and I want to get cotton candy grapes, but... My heathens at home need mm-hmm. like seven bags. Yeah. So I need to know if you like them too, so I can get an extra bag. There you go. So there was a reason behind the random ass grape question. Yeah. Can you order some tonight? Please? I'm going to. Yeah. Actually, okay. I was gonna try and do an order and get some, like but I three think bags, so I don't have to share with Jax. <sighs> you share with Jax. <laughs> I know. I do. You. I had to share my nacho chips, and I was so upset. My. <laughs> so what did I do? I went to the store and bought them. They're own separate nacho chips and cheese and own case yeah you our own quesos because they're both children i said that kind of weird quesos you did say that weird queso chase yeah but meanwhile he fucking accosts my water bottle every goddamn day i know i know it's cold i like it cold and put a fucking bottle in the fridge you know what though your bottle it's amazing yeah yours for Mm. some reason my my bottle, it doesn't yeah. get that, that cold. I put ice in it. What time did I leave for work today? Six? Uh, yeah. I put ice in it at six. Yeah. There's still ice in it. Yeah, mine melts right away. Mm-mm. Mine only lasts about Mine's, two hours. I made you take your dip out last night to take a drink at football to and see how it, cold it was. It was glorious. And we, I was. Yeah. I went I, to work yesterday at fuck. Cold 5 water. 5 a.m.? Cold water is the shit. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. It is. It's so cold it like hurts my teeth, but it's an amazing bottle. Yeah. All right. One last thing before we get started. If you live in Columbus, Ohio or nearby, we got invited to GalaxyCon. Today. Yes, today to do a live episode. A couple. Yeah, one or two. One or two. So So, uh, I'm going to verify. Yeah. But if you live in that area... Mm-hmm. Come out and see us. Yeah, it's not just a meet and greet. Like, they want us to actually right. record an episode. Yep. Mark's like, how are we going to do that? Uh, we pack our equipment, dummy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, we do not have a booth we have to bring with us. Uh, you know? I, yeah, I know. So, that'll uh, be fun. Uh, the, uh, road <clears throat> trip. Guys, I mean, it's not too far. No. It's probably, what, about three or four hours? Columbus? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, is it the equivalent of St. Louis? No, it's further. Is it? Yeah. Well, St. Louis only took us, what, two hours? No, longer than that. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. It was about two and a half to two hours and 45 minutes. Oh, well, minutes. that's because I had to stop and pee twice. Yeah. Huh. I can't help that. But, yeah, I, I think it's probably about a three, three and a half yeah. hours. And this just, like, there. this literally, Mark called me on my way home from yeah. work. Which I got stuck in traffic for two and a half hours. That was fucking fabulous. Yeah. So I believe it's in December. It's I can't do the math, but it's sixty two days. Yeah, away. it's, it's going to be the first week of December. So yeah. So again, yeah, if you live in Columbus, Ohio, mm-hmm. or close to it, mm-hmm. or if you're just planning on going, um, you know, we'll see you there. I wonder what other podcasts are going to, if there's going to be other podcasts. There. I don't know. I, I went on the website and not a lot is announced Because it's, it's another like um, cosplay thing, right? Yeah, where okay. they're going to have <gasps> celebrities and... Oh, I'm dressing like a fucking princess. Yeah, I think we should dress up this oh, time. Oh, yes. Yeah. 
I'm dressing like fucking pr- yes. Jax is gonna dress up and totally He's great idea. Yes. Why? He's coming with us and he, we're gonna get him a tuxedo and he is gonna be our bodyguard. Oh my god. How okay. amazing is that? I think that's great. If he's is like he our, excited? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's excited. Good lord. So Yeah, I'm gonna dress like a fucking princess. And drink out of a flask. It's gonna be great. You don't even need a flask. I know, but I like them. Fucking get a pitcher of beer and we'll share it. Yeah, put a couple straws in it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. A straw? What? what? Maybe I want a straw. Oh. <laughs> All right. What do you got lined up for us today? All right. So today we are doing, hang on. I have to pull up the picture. Oh, okay. We are doing uh, Lauren Giddings. And this is a request from... I think Mark's handwriting. Yeah, sorry, my handwriting is not that good. Alyssa G. Okay. Does that sound right? Yeah, it does. All right, Alyssa, this one's for you. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Hit me. So, the first in her family to go to college, Lauren Giddings was preparing for her biggest test ever, the Georgia Bar exam. I have to move something. I don't know. I can't fucking see. Put one of our 169 candles in. No, I can't see because of the mic. I can see it with the candles. Um, In mid-June 2011, Laura told friends and family that she was going dark for a few weeks to focus on studying, um, focus on studying for the exam. Before they knew it, it was June 29th, and Lauren's sister, Caitlin Wheeler, realized that she hadn't heard from Lauren in a couple days, and her concern grew... See, I'm having a stroke. Yeah, you are. Now it's your turn. Her concern grew when she discovered her friends hadn't heard from her either. When they got to her apartment to find her, what they found was everything but Lauren. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Lauren Teresa Giddings was born on April 18th, 1984 in Tacoma Park, Maryland. She was the first child born to parents Karen and Bill Giddings. She had two younger sisters, Caitlin and Sarah. She was incredibly kind and thoughtful, and those who loved her <clears throat> said she was never far from her Pekingese named Butterbean. Is that a dog? Yes. I don't oh. know what a Pekingese... I forgot to Google it. Oh, I should have known. That's from me, Sontura. What? A Pekingese. What is it? What's it look like, though? I think it's a little... Little? Little dog, oh, maybe. Okay. Um, so she was popular in school. She played softball and field hockey in high school. She never had any trouble making and keeping friends and was still actually best friends with a couple girls from elementary school, Lori and Katie. Lauren always saw the good in people. So medical school seemed like a natural choice for her. However, her drive, ambition and enthusiasm led her to have a change of heart and had her setting her sights on studying law specifically wanting to be a public defender. Good for you, because fuck yeah. that. Better so, you than me. Mm-hmm. Lauren graduated um, Alton, I believe, high school in 2002. She had always been drawn to the South, so when it was time to pick a college, naturally that's where she looked first. Lauren chose Agnes Scott College, which was a small liberal arts college in Decatur, Georgia. Didn't you drive through there? I did. Yeah. Uh, located right outside of Atlanta. She graduated in 2006 with a major in political science and a minor in religious studies. That seems like a big difference. Yeah, like a very big difference. Yeah. 
Okay. Now, political science, it's not just like politics, oh, right? Don't ask me. I have no clue. Big help you are. Big. I have no fucking clue. Yeah. So in August of 2008, at 24 years old, Lauren enrolled at Mercer University in Macon, Georgia, to earn her law degree. Mm. Now, she chose this college specifically because Nancy Grace went there. Ooh. Yes. Oh, did she really? Mm-hmm. And Nancy, Gre- Nancy Grace received her Juris Doctor the same year that Lauren was born mm. from that college. No kidding. So... <clears throat> A year earlier in 2007, Laura was interning at a law firm in Atlanta. It was there that she met David Vandiver, who was a lawyer at the firm. The two quickly started dating. Lauren was 23 and David was 20 years her senior. Hmm. But it didn't seem to matter. Nobody cared. Uh, Age is just a number. When you're over 18, it don't matter. Yeah, it, it really doesn't. So she always wore pink, so her friends started calling her Elle Woods. I don't get it. Out legally blonde, babe. Oh yeah, Al Woods. Christ, what is wrong with you today? You said it like it was one word, Al Woods. If you said Al Woods, who talks like that? <laughs> Just saying. It went. It went a little too fast. For I feel me. like I'm the one breathing heavy tonight. No. I'm. Oh, I'm breathing heavy. I did the Peloton. So. You did the Peloton like six hours ago. And I'm still breathing heavy from it. <laughs> I'm breathing heavy. I exercise so hard. Yeah, I did. Six hours ago. Dude, my legs are still scrambled eggs oh, I from bet. it. I know. That's, it's great. Yeah. Guys, we're giant fat asses because you know what we saw the other day? A one-legged man riding a bike. Yeah. And then we figured, okay, we have no excuse. None whatsoever. Meanwhile, none of us did anything. I mean, I, I can't feel my legs, but yeah, I still can walk, so I have no excuse. No. So I'm just lazy. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I'm I'm tired. You, I'm busy. You, yeah. When do you have time, though? I, I don't. I try to walk fast around work. Hope yeah. for the best. It's you know? at least something. Yeah. So Lauren and David, for the most part, they were happy, but they would, you know, kind of make up and break up for various reasons. They didn't live in the same town, so that really didn't help. Mm-hmm. During one of the breakups, though, Lauren did date a guy in her friend group named Joe. It was nothing serious. Very casual. Didn't go anywhere. And they ended up breaking it off because Lauren decided she wanted to get back with David. Oh. There were no hard feelings and they remained friends. Not a big deal. She graduated in 2011 with a Juris Doctor also with David by her side. Still, it was not over. She had to take the bar exam, mm-hmm. which is like the big. Oh, yeah. Big to do. So her and her friends decided that they were going to lock themselves away for a couple weeks to just do nothing but study. Yeah. The group, though, decided to have one last hoopla to celebrate. I did write hoopla, by the way. I wrote the whole word hoopla. Dork. Uh, To celebrate graduating before study hibernation. On Friday, June 24th, 2011, they went bar hopping for a couple hours before ending up at uh, a friend's house. Friend Ashley. It's not work. It's still my sugar. Uh, is it going back down? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So, um. Just again, let me know, mouth to mouth. I, I'm here. I, yes, I will. I will tell you. I'm here for you. Jesus Christ. So it turns out that it was her ex boyfriend Joe's house. He was roommates with Ashley. So they were hanging out, shooting the shit, and Lauren started telling them that she thought somebody was stalking her. Hmm. 
Now, they all listened, but thought maybe she was stretching it a little bit. She was a beautiful blonde who easily attracted men's attention. And the group just really chalked this conversation up to her being dramatic. Yeah, she a pretty girl. Very pretty girl, yeah. Yeah. And she did have a tendency, according to them, to be dramatic. So they kind of just chalked it up to that. Mm. So maybe if a friend's telling you they're being stalked, though, ask a couple questions. Yeah, don't just blow it off. Yeah, don't. That's... Yeah. Yeah. I bet they feel bad now. Mm. So about a year prior, Laura was home, or Lauren, excuse me, Jesus, um, she was home visiting her family, and she had actually briefly mentioned this before. So bringing it up at the party was not the first time that she had talked about it. Um, <clears throat> she told her sister there was some weird shit going on, and she wasn't sure if she had a stalker or really what was going on. Yeah. On several occasions, she felt like somebody had broken into her apartment. Now, there were no signs of forced entry, and nothing was stolen, but when she would come home, she would notice that random shit had been moved and was, like, out of place. Yeah, that's creepy. I would rather have you steal shit than, like, just move, move like, my toothpaste. See, because then I'd be thinking, like, is there a fucking ghost in Mm -hmm. the house? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, like, can you imagine that walking in and, like... It's like the Friends episode where Rachel cleaned and they like, yes. the green ottoman gets moved and yes. it's, yeah, like that'd be fucking weird. Yeah, that would be. Whew. So it again was just a passing conversation and wasn't brought up again until right before she brought it up at the party, you know, which mm-hmm. again, it turned into a passing conversation. Now, she didn't mention it a lot. She didn't talk about it a lot. It was obviously enough to bother her because she brought it up, but kind of didn't think anything of it which to me i'd be like are you fucking I, I would move yeah i'd be out peace out yeah. bitches I would so too. early the next morning people started waking up at ashley's house and heading home you know after a night of drinking ashley didn't see lauren leave but said that she had left super early before everybody uh was awake mm-hmm. now joe knew this because lauren had spent the night in his room Ooh. Okay. Gotta take a sip there, huh? Sorry. Um, It's unknown if anything... By the way, the bang you bought me tonight, Mm -hmm. black cherry vanilla... You've had it before. uh, You have. Have I? Mm Because it tastes new. I don't remember the vanilla. Mm -mm. You have. But it's delicious. Yeah, you like that one? Yeah, it's delicious. The rain. White white gummy bears. Fuck. (sighs) They didn't have it at the gas station? The what? Rain. Yeah, but you said you wanted bang. Oh, either one. If you got to oh. choose, go with the rain. That's oh. 10 times better. It's and so people, good. we talked about it in the Patreon Act. Or the Patriot Act. The Patriot Act? Yeah, the yeah, Patriot Act. We had a Patriot Act. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, uh, on Patreon. Yeah. Uh, rain. The energy, energy drinks. Drink. Yeah. Fucking amazing. They have a white gummy bear flavor. Yes. It's like a, even a more generic bang yeah but it is delicious it's probably the best one I've it ever is had. the best tasting energy yeah. drink i've ever had okay sorry yeah uh back to our regularly scheduled program so it's really unknown if anything happened joe never really commented on it after that but no one in the friend group thought that anything sexual had happened because they were just friends 
There wasn't anything continuously going on between the two of them, and Lauren really was crazy about David. Yeah. Um, the couple were actually getting ready to move in together. Lauren was going to move uh, an hour and a half away to Atlanta, move in with them. Mm-hmm. So um, I wrote in my notes to which I say, fuck that, but I don't know where the asterisk is. <laughs> Okay. Whoopsie. Oh, I think it's to the shit getting moved around. Yeah. It's weird. It, it's still weird. So now this is around the time when Lauren told her family just that she was going to be hard to reach because she was going to be studying. So don't don't be alarmed if you don't hear from me kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So they didn't think anything of it when they didn't hear from her for a couple days. Yeah. Um, hmm. But when Lauren's sister, Caitlin, and her friend, Katie, attempted to contact her just to check on her to see how she was doing and got no response after an entire day, they started to worry because they figured, you know, she's going to respond. Yeah, she's just busy, If we're saying, you know, hey, are you okay? Yeah, she'll at least right. say something or, you know. So now <clears throat> they started getting concerned around like June 30th-ish. They kind of all started talking to one another. Hey, have you heard from her? Hey, have you heard from her? Yeah. Now, it turns out, though, that the night before on Wednesday, June 29th, which is my birthday, mm-hmm. um, her childhood friend Lori had tried to get a hold of her for a couple of days and had gotten concerned, didn't really get the memo that Lauren was going to be locked away, you know, studying. And she actually called the police. Okay. So now she lives in Chicago, but she contacted the Macon Police Department to inquire about how to file a missing persons report. Now, they didn't file a report, but it did prompt them to go do like a well-being check. Yeah. So the police went there. They go to the apartment complex around 11 p.m. Everything seemed secure. There was no signs of, of forced entry. Nothing looked out of the ordinary. Lauren's car was there. So they just said, she's good. And they left. They had no reason to not. You know? Mm. Well, the next day they do. Yeah. I so. Um, the that would have sparked my interest a little bit. What? Why aren't we making contact with her? Why are Well, especially like her car's in the parking lot. That's what I'm saying. If you knocked on the door and she didn't answer. Yeah. What, what are you doing inside? Are, I will say it wouldn't have made a shit bit of difference. Doesn't matter. Okay. Wouldn't have prevented anything. Right. So. Yeah. But um, still. So the family ended up calling Lauren's friend Ashley to see if she had seen or heard from her. When Ashley said that they hadn't, they then asked Ashley if she could go by Lauren's to see what was going on. Mm-hmm. So Ashley was like, absolutely. And her and her boyfriend headed over to Lauren's apartment. She lived right across from the college, and when they got there, the first thing that they noticed was that her 2004 Mitsubishi Galant was parked in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. So first they were like, okay, cool, she's good. But then they're like, Ugh, why isn't she answering then? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Why isn't she answering? Right. So the oh shit feeling quickly turned into fear and dread. Ashley knew where the spare key was, but before she unlocked the door, she turned to her boyfriend. Now, there was a dateline about this, and she got to talk to Keith Morrison. Oh, did she? She told Keith Morrison that she turned to her boyfriend and said, I need to know that you are prepared to see what's behind this door. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think it's going to be good. And it's something that we're going to have to live with. Right. And he's like, we got to do what we got to do. Like, we're here. Let's go. At least we're doing it together kind of thing. So they took deep breaths and entered the apartment. They were not expecting to find what they did. 
an empty apartment. A quiet apartment. No Lauren. But they also found her purse, her keys, and her phone with her laptop on her bed. They also noticed that her apartment wasn't packed. Lauren was supposed to be moving out of her apartment the next day. Oh, really? The next day. Yeah, that's because weird. she was moving in with her boyfriend. You know, so the whole place Someone's at this point, right. yeah, the whole place should have been packed up. But Jesus Christ, babe, that was loud as can be. Yeah, sorry if people heard that. I had a pop up. I don't think computer. they do hear it. I don't think so either. We don't we, hear it on the recording. It's so. super loud in our ear. It is. <laughs> I feel like my breathing is super loud too. Can you hear me breathing? <sighs> a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I did that. Can you stop purpose. breathing? I know. Fuck. <laughs> I'm fat. So what happened? Fat people breathe hard. <sighs> so, yeah, at this point, her whole apartment should have been fucking packed. But it looked like she hadn't even started packing. She had barely, like, gotten shit together to start packing. Yeah. Um, so at some point, though, while Ashley was looking through the apartment, uh, Lauren's neighbor, Stephen McDaniel, appeared out of nowhere. Okay. His sudden appearance was odd enough. But then he made the suggestion that maybe Lauren had gone running and someone grabbed her. Oh, so you just bring that up out of the blue? Yeah. Hi, I don't know you. (laughs) And I'm sorry that your friend's gone, but maybe someone took her. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're suspect number one. He actually uses the word snatched later. Somebody snatched her. And here's the thing. like, Well, you're number one on my radar now. Chicks get (laughs) stolen all the time while they're fucking running. That chick in Memphis. Right. You know? Yep. Which is sad. You can't even run. Um, so You should they, carry. Yeah. They found Lauren's phone, um, saw that it had a dead battery, so they plugged it in to charge it. Yeah. Um, and they discovered that the last text or call activity was Saturday. Ooh. So now we're on Thursday. Yeah. So it's been a while. Uh, so now they're like, well, fuck. We're, we gotta Something's, call the police. Yeah. So... They called 911 and two uh, Mercer University campus police officers arrived. After being told what was going on, they were like, yep, above my fucking pay grade. Mm-hmm. And they called the Macon Police Department. Mm-hmm. A Macon police officer arrived at around uh, 12.52 a.m., so a little after midnight. Yeah. And together they searched the apartment complex, the library, and the surrounding areas. There was no sign of Lauren. Mm. Now, it says... That the Macon officer left at 3 a.m. Okay. But, like, why? Why would he have left? Just because, I I mean. What's after it? It just says that he left. And then the next time they bring up anything I could find, the next time the police were brought up was they started an investigation at 9 a.m. So did he just go back to the police department to start working on shit, maybe? Could be, yeah. Could be just went back, started the paperwork, notified the detective. And, you know, I tried to find... I'm just thinking what we would have done. Right, and that's what I was trying to think, too. So I couldn't find anything that said, like, they sealed her apartment or they locked it. But from what I could gather, they kicked everybody out of the apartment. Yeah. Thank God. Boulder. Yeah. Listen. Right. So it sounds like they did at least lock it up after everybody had been in there. So... Caitlin then, um, her sister, so I know. loud upstairs. So her sister had to tell her dad, you know, Lauren's missing. We can't fucking find her. So her dad, their dad, immediately got in the car and started the eleven-hour drive to Georgia from Maryland. 
At 9 a.m. on June 30th, an official investigation into Lauren's disappearance was started by Macon Police Department. Oh, I did write it. So this is when they sealed off her apartment. But I think they kicked everybody out the night before. Okay, which, which is good. good. Uh, police then decided to use luminol in the apartment looking for blood. Because it was spotless. It's better than we would do. We don't, we didn't. Have know. you ever used luminol? I can't believe I've never asked you that before. I, the lab has, but we never did. Oh. I want to use it. I don't know where I would use that, but I'm going to use it. Okay. Just saying. Um, I guess it'd be fun. <clears throat> so. God, you're coughing a lot. I know. My throat is dry. Fuck, shut up. You're like interrupting me. What? I'm interrupting you? <laughs> With your coughing. Dude. Baby, I love you. Come get your boy. I love don't you. Don't fucking sing. People don't want to hear Baby. Nobody wants to hear you sing. Stop. <laughs> so the luminol proved to be relatively disappointing until they got into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. That shit lit up like a fucking Christmas tree. Uh-oh. The luminol made the bathroom glow. It was so much. It was everywhere. Um, to the point that the police knew that this type of blood loss was not compatible with life. Right. And they immediately opened a homicide investigation. Mm. They they taped off the perimeter of the building and began a search. Within an hour, two of the detectives looking around the building were hit with a potent smell coming from the trash cans. One of them saying, quote, while we were standing there, the wind started to turn. Immediately, I smelled an odor that I was very familiar with. We all smell things in life that smell bad and that have a body or a decomposing body is one of the worst things you'll smell, but it has a very distinct smell. Mm-hmm. You fucking know. I'm surprised they didn't call a dog first to the scene. They did. Well, they did call a dog. Oh, okay. But, I mean, at first. No. That's what we would have done. Instead of just looking around the apartment? Yeah. Well, no, we would have looked around the apartment, but we would have called the dog at that time. Oh, because, I mean, this was within an hour of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they did the lumen on the bathroom, found the blood, and then within an hour, they're now searching the garbage cans because of the smell. Yeah. So a search of one of the complex trash cans revealed the torso of a Caucasian female. Um, The police tried to keep this discovery under wraps until they could get more information, but they do know that it was a torso wrapped in plastic wearing jogging shorts. Oh, jeez. But there was no head, no arms, no legs. Um, So they looked around all the trash cans. Obviously, they they couldn't find the body parts. Right. One of the detectives said, quote, I have never seen anything like that before. Hang on. I'm not talking to them. Not every day you come across that. Who could have done this? Because truthfully, only a monster could do something like that. Yeah. I would have to imagine it looks relatively, like, fake. Oh, I... You know? It it does. I mean... Because the real stuff looks fake. The stuff in the movies looks more real than what I feel like it should look like. That's exactly right. Because at the morgue for autopsies, they did not look real. No, they don't. It looked... It, like it looks mannequins. like yes, yes, yeah, and I mean it, we've it both seen look... a few pretty, and it doesn't it doesn't phase you almost because we're so I mean our... no, but when they're cutting into the bodies and stuff mm. like that, it's it does not look real at all. 
and we're the generation of, you know, rotten.com and faces yeah, of death and I've shit. Seen oh, I know me too. Hundreds of autopsies. I know. I'm just saying, like, I think we're desensitized to it to oh, a yeah. point. Yeah. But yeah, a hundred percent. The shit in the movies looks real. Yeah. And the yeah, shit that's I, real do, it doesn't. It's fake, yeah. hundred percent, so, yep. It's hard to see stuff. I I don't know. I guess the stuff that we see is just so off the wall. Yeah, Like I would agree with that. When there's a hip joint sitting on a sewer grate. Yeah. And you're like, oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. Somebody gets hit so hard, their heart comes out of their chest. Yeah. Oh, or the... Lady who was run over by a train. Her, uh, oh, because her hair got caught when mm-hmm. she went to grab her inhaler. Yeah, I mean we it, were on that, both of us together. I had just got done eating Popeye's chicken. You by did, the way. you did, and I called you, and I was like, "Are you going to the decapitation?" And you're like, "No, but I am now." <laughs> I loaded right. up like six Dude. EMTs in in the supervisor vehicle. I was like, "Let's go, guys!" We had just <clears> eaten <throat> Popeye's, mm-hmm. and it was so delicious. Yeah. Because Popeye's out there is so different than Popeye's I, it's out It's so good, yeah. So, all right, back to what we were talking about. Oh, wait. I don't know what I said. Just oh. skip too far? No, maybe. So, I can't use these notebooks, babe. I, I gotta I gotta get my other notebooks back. Well, I don't like these. The paper's the difference? The paper's thicker. Oh, could you? I was trying. Okay, so like, I have a ton of like three subject notebooks from the kids. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna use them. Yeah. No, they're fucking terrible. Uh Oh. Um. So them trying to kind of keep it under wraps lasted about four and a half seconds. Somehow, a news crew found out what was going on, and flew to the scene, immediately making it public that there was a missing person, a missing college. Usually, media is listening to radios. Yeah. Radio traffic. So that's how they know and. They get there so quick. So while the police were attempting to interview residents of the complex, so was the camera crew. And one of those residents was neighbor Stephen McDaniel. Mm. Now, he was talking about his friendship with Lauren and what a great person she is and how he hopes she's found safe. All that good shit. Yeah. Well, during the interview, the reporter asked Stephen, well, how do you feel now that they found a body? Babe. Okay. He goes white. He stops breathing. Wait, you've seen it? Yeah. Oh, really? It was on live TV. Really? Yes. They were live recording in the middle of the interview. Yeah. She gets word that they have found a torso in the garbage can. Okay. So she says to the neighbor, Stephen McDaniel, yeah. well, how, how do you feel? Like, wh- what do you think? Like, they found a torso in the garbage can. What do you think now? Yeah. I'm pretty sure this kid shit himself. Really? Oh, he goes fucking white. He stops breathing and he goes, a body? A, a body? <laughs> I, I have to sit down. What? I have to sit down. Oh, dude. Walks away, like stumbling. Remember how I would fall into walls? Yeah. Like that's how he was walking away and sat on the curb and like completely blo- like blocked himself off. And were the police like, the cops okay, were like, suspect number one? Huh. <laughs> Sir. That's a little odd. Yeah. So he tried to play it off as if he was like distraught and crying. Yeah. No fucking tears. And sweetie, you can't fake the reaction that you just, you'll have to watch it when we're done. Yeah, I'm going to. Um, Because, I mean, he literally was like, a a body? (laughs) Oh, Oh, it's, it's, 
It's amazing. It's live. What a so, yeah. goof. <clears throat> the reporter's like, sir? S- sir? <laughs> Can you answer the question? Sir? <laughs> and the cops were like, huh. Yeah, that's... Well, we're uh, going to talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. So, now... I'm sure the officer was writing down, and suspect yeah, one... <laughs> dipshit on TV. Right. See, I don't understand that. Shouldn't you just kind of blend... I mean, stay out of the, like, limelight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, blind. (laughs) But the Chinese food is terrible. So you, a fucking world traveler? Oh, my God. So after about 20 minutes, Stephen resumes his interview now. So he seeks out the same reporter. Yeah. And he's like, I'm I'm good now. I'm good. (laughs) Let's keep going. Yeah, right. Roll camera. So she interviews him. Again. Okay. So he comes up with several pieces of information, including what was found in Lauren's apartment. He said that he knows what Lauren was doing the night before she was murdered and the morning of the murder. Now, meanwhile, they don't know that this is her. There's no fucking head. But it's a missing chick. You find a torso. You know, you kind of put two and two together. Right. He knew of an email that Lauren had sent, uh, quote, to a friend in Atlanta talking about someone breaking into her apartment the previous Thursday. How the fuck did you see that? Dude, he's letting too much go. It was an email she sent to David. Yeah, this guy's an idiot. Yeah. Wait, did I skip? Maybe I did skip the page. No, I did not. So, throughout the interview... This guy is stupid. Steven is speculating what happens, and he's, like, throwing out ideas now. Yeah. Please stop talking. Just... Stop, stop talking. Right. But this is when he says, well, maybe she went running and she was, quote, snatched while she was running. Please, please stop talking. Mm-hmm. So. Sir. Now, this particular so day. What, sir, what, what did you do? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> At this point. Break just, it down. Let's just go through it. Yeah. So now, this particular day was actually garbage day and the trucks had they were running a little bit late and they had come to the complex to empty all the cans, but police were already there, so mm. they couldn't get to them. Yeah. That's the only reason they found the torso. They're lucky. Was because the garbage men were late. They're lucky. Yeah. The cops, like, we'd still be working a missing yep. persons report. Yep. You know? They are lucky. So, as part of the investigation, officers were asking residents to do walkthroughs in their apartments mm-hmm. voluntarily, not forcing their way in. Um, <clears throat> they could have refused, but everyone was like, no, come in, like, look around. Yeah. Steven, on the other hand, was the only one who hesitated. Yeah. But after the cops were like, well, everybody else is doing it. Steven let him in. You fucking idiot. Oh, Steven. <laughs> so the walkthrough in his apartment happened at 1.40 p.m. Do you want to know what they found? What? Um, a large samurai sword, mm-hmm. a large knife, a rifle, and two handguns. Now, while none of this is illegal, it definitely made the detectives go, huh, look at that. Samurai sword. Look at Mm. that. Who has a samurai sword? I mean, I would if I could. I would, too. Signed by Randy Jackson. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Be right right out of my mouth. It was all I had. Right. Oh, my God. I should have worn my boat's nose shirt. I almost put it on. So, this caught the attention, obviously, of the detectives. So, a little bit about Ding Dong here. Stephen Mark McDaniel was born on September 9th, 1985, to parents Mark and Glenda. 
He grew up in Lilburn, which is an Atlanta suburb. He was extremely intelligent. Mm-hmm. But he was also obsessed. Doesn't sound like it. Well, he was obsessed with cleanliness and neatness. Mm. That's how they didn't find anything. Yeah. Mr. Fucking Clean. Mm. So, up until he was 13, he sang with the Atlanta Boys Choir and had a dedication to church. Hey. Did you talk to Jesus today? Mm. I don't think you did. You should hey, have. No. Yeah. Was he an altar boy? You know, it doesn't say, but it just says that he was in the Atlanta Boys Choir, which I'm assuming was mm. kind of like a church thing, because it said that after he left the choir, he was still very much into church and religion. Don't make fun of us altar boys. I'm not making fun of you altar boys. I just, I don't know if he, I don't know if he was one. I don't yeah. know. Um, but he wanted others to have the same opportunities to practice faith that he did. So he ended up joining a group that traveled around Georgia Restoring places of worship. Mm, interesting. Yes. So the other day there was some uh, religious people yeah. going door to door. Guys, this is not the place to drop off your children to find Jesus. Oh, are you talking I about... I Dalton. Uh, in Dalton. Guys, no. Yeah. No. We had it before. They got into a car accident before. And we're like, you guys need to go. And so people know Dalton, Illinois. Yeah, sorry. Not Dalton, Georgia. Oh, yeah, there is. Is there a Dalton, Georgia? Yeah. There's a Riverdale, Georgia. Yeah. Are they by each other? Yes. Nuh-uh. Somewhat, yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, that's fucking weird. That's why I tell you to, like, specify, because... Well, we live in Illinois. I figured they would know. I work in Illinois. Sure. But, yeah, the ghetto is not where God, please don't... No. They have Jesus. Leave yeah, them be. Right. And last time someone out there got too much Jesus, they shot someone. Right. So, yeah. So, he ended up graduating from high school in 2004 and earned a presidential scholarship to Mercer University, where he majored in business. After graduation, he enrolled in Mercer Law School and wanted to be a federal judge. Mm. We, we strayed from that a bit. Yeah. A so. Bit. Yeah. He um, actually, he met Lauren that year because they had some of the same what they call starting classes. So like, not prereqs, but like the first classes you take for law school. Um, Although his mother insisted he wasn't a, quote, hermit, he stayed to himself. He was shy and very awkward around other students. He almost never went out and he didn't drink. He sounds like us, but we don't do it by choice. Yeah, true. Yeah. He joined the Federalist Society during his first year of college, and Lauren also joined. Did he carry a musket? No, but he should have. <laughs> right. Now, I wrote down what the Federalist, Federalist Society was because I figured you would want to know. Yeah. Quote, an organization of 60,000 lawyers, law students, scholars, and other individuals. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Other individuals who believe Brad's probably the president. <laughs> Your brother? Yeah. Who believe and trust that individual citizens can make the best choices for themselves and society. It was founded in 1982 by a group of law students interested in making sure that the principles of limited government embodied in our Constitution receive a fair hearing. Wow. Okay. Brad's the president. (laughs) Now. He's going to be upset at you. He doesn't listen to this. Oh, he doesn't? I don't know. I, th- I thought he did. 
what my sister-in-law tried, but the second one was a kid and kind of yeah. freaked her out. She wants to hear Scott Peterson, though. I'm like, Man, you got to pay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got to pay for that shit. So now their final year of school, Lauren was actually the president of the Federalist Society and Stephen was the vice president. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, a fellow member of the society described Stephen as dependable as hell. Hmm. Said if you need ice for the cooler, he's going to go get you ice. Wow. That's literally what he said. Really? This is after everything happened. Nobody cares about ice, sir. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Stephen and Lauren moved into Barrister's Hall the same week in August of 2008. So like dorms, but not dorms, apartments, mm. student apartments, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Um. Stephen was tall and lanky um, and had crazy unbrushed hair. He did have weird hair. Mm. He did. Um, He didn't really put much into his appearance, and he always looked somewhat tired and disheveled. Yeah. Uh, Other students, including Lauren, found Stephen to be strange, eccentric. Am I saying that right? Eccentric? Yeah, and a bit weird. Mm. They weren't friends per se, but Lauren was always friendly and always... uh, kind of chatted him up when they met in the when they passed in the hall so Stephen would um actually ask lauren out quite a few times no which kind of surprises me that he was like ballsy enough yeah you know that is kind of surprising yeah yeah. so every time she was very nice about it but she declined saying Mm -hmm. that she had a boyfriend she was dating david you know right um david who would later say quote I thought she was beautiful, intelligent, very level-headed, very laid-back, very unassuming, very sharp-witted, and always could make me laugh. And I could always make her laugh. So during this time, he was actually in California on a golf trip. Mm. Um, He was the last person that Lauren had communication with when she sent him an email on the evening of June 25th. She started the email off with, quote, I just had an awkward conversation. Uh, she was referring to a conversation that Lauren had with a friend who was being nosy about their relationship. Yeah. In another part of the email, Lauren casually mentioned she thought someone had tried to break into her apartment the previous Thursday. Right. She didn't seem to appear too concerned, saying it was probably, quote, make them hoodlums. Uh, what the fuck does that mean? Just shitheads. Oh. Um, Macon is the town she lives in. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, Way to what? fucking pay attention there, babe. Yeah. One so, over my head. David was actually on his way to the airport to come home when he got the email, so he didn't reply. He just wanted to talk to her about it in person. Yeah. Now, the cops would eventually be like, so you didn't text each other? And he's like, no. You didn't tell her you were there? He's like, no. No. It's not the kind of relationship we had. Yeah. And they found it very odd. And finally, he's like, I'm fucking old. I don't like. I don't text everybody. So, yeah. He was in California. He obviously could not have done it. Yeah. So he. But I, I think we forget about that. Yeah. Twenty year difference. <clears throat> he wouldn't be. He's not going to be right. as interested. And in, that's just how they were. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They communicated via email, obviously, because right. she was emailing him. But so he would never get the opportunity to talk to her in person. Uh, Lauren was last seen on Saturday morning. She left Ashley's and went to the Macon Country Club to swim and relax. David had left his pass for her while he was gone, so she could do that. She at some point went and bought fast food at around 6.30 and headed back to her apartment to eat. 
Now, Stephen seemed to know this step by step, which was fucking weird. Yeah. And how did he know about the email she sent to her boyfriend? Mm. He knew what was in the email. He's a snooper. He told the reporter what was in the email. Dude, you're letting go too much. Like, sir, stop talking. stop. Shut up. Yeah. Hey, dum-dum. Yeah. Yeah. So, he, he told the news reporter that, you know, he knew what she did, and he told the news reporter what she did, but never admitted to actually seeing her. Right. So, how'd you know? What you do? Yeah. Fucking weirdo. Yeah. So, after the walkthroughs, uh, the police bring in a cadaver dog. Mm-hmm. So, they do bring in a dog. They walked around the building. Um, the dog alerted on the building's laundry room, the vacant apartment under Lauren's apartment. The dog's also alerted outside of Lauren's apartment and in her bathroom, mm-hmm. and outside Stephen's apartment and in his bedroom. Mm-hmm. So, now the cops are like, Come on, you little fucker. Yeah. They go to question him again at his apartment. At some point during questioning, Stephen revealed he was a virgin. It just. What? He, they were asking him, you know, do you date a lot? And, yeah. And he's like, no. No, kind of stay home. So it's funny that they asked this because they ended up eventually um, finding two condoms in his apartment. Yeah. Like out in plain. They're not searching. They're right. they're on, you know. Right. So the cops are like, uh, if you're a virgin, why do you have condoms? Yeah. Do you know what this fucking idiot said? Because he masturbated with them? No. What? Well, I stole them from two other apartments. <laughs> he piss flaps. Do you want to put idiot. the handcuffs on yourself? Oh my god, you're an idiot. Because the cops were like fucking jackpot like you just admitted to breaking and entering so we're gonna fucking arrest you now right you dipshit so they do they they bring him down to the police station he's arrested and i'm sure he thought that he was like getting himself out of it right no honey you just threw yourself into it yep so they arrested him on burglary charges and uh bring him down and while he was at the police station they questioned him about lauren it was a two long two hour long interview uh, I wrote that makes me want to punch a baby seal. Did he watch it? <laughs> it was so bad. Was it? Yes. He, I don't know if he's like trying to act crazy or okay. trying to act stupid. Does that make sense? Yeah. So he just sits but there. He Does he just come off as a goof? He comes off like he's trying to come off as crazy or stupid. Okay. Like it's it's obvious. You're acting. You you just had normal conversations with them. Yeah. You were just on the fucking news. Yeah. Acting normal. Right. So he's in this interrogation room and he is staring straight ahead, not really saying stuff, and would repeatedly answer questions with quote, I don't know. In a ridiculously childlike manner and voice. That made me want to punch a baby seal. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. The detectives were like, cool, you're full of shit. Right. Knock off the bullshit and tell us what happened. Uh, after going around in circles, the detective kind of lost his shit and uh, is convincing, is convinced, excuse me, that Stephen is hiding stuff and yeah. tells him as much. And he he gets pissy. He's like, this, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, we just watched you act like a normal human being. And now you're, and now you're being like right. dumb fuck. So the following day, Stephen is in court for two counts of burglary. The same day, June first of two. Or, so they found out 
obviously where he broke into. We're we're getting there. Okay. Well, I mean to charge him, just because he said that he. Broke I would in, imagine. I didn't. I it, mean, they they got to find out exactly where the fuck he broke right. into. I would imagine. I didn't. I didn't find that, okay. but I think he told them what apartments it was. I still got to verify. But I don't it. think he. I don't think he actually did. But I don't. I don't know. I mean, if they charged them, then. They, yeah, because they they do end up like going through with the charges. So uh, he had to have told them, or they found out somehow. They, they would have had to do both. So, uh, the same day, it's July first. Excuse me, two thousand and eleven. Police obtain and execute a search warrant at Stephen's apartment. Yeah. They seize. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Two handguns, a rifle, rope. Four baseball hats, a bayonet, a chainmail vest. What? What? You are not a knight. What are you doing? <laughs> what, what are you doing? Oh my God, do I want one right now? I was going to say, does he wear it to the Renaissance fair? <laughs> That's, dude, I, I, I want to dress up. I know one. you do. I know. Uh, a camera, a phone, a laptop, an external hard drive, and a memory card reader. What about the samurai sword? Well, they found that already. Oh, okay. Um, and then they found receipts, and one was from Walmart on June 23rd, for June 23rd. Mm-hmm. A green scrub sponge, two keys, and a journal. They searched his black 1997 Geo Prism, because of course That's he would drive that. journals? Babe. I right? don't get it. What are you writing? I am not writing in a goddamn journal. Lauren looked at me today. What? I stole a condom. Y- yeah. What are you writing about? Like, I don't get the journals. I don't either. I, I just don't get them. Even for women. I, I don't get it. I had such a hard day today. My children, I hate. I mean, I just say it out loud. <laughs> I just, it, yeah. Why fucking write it down? Say it out loud. Listen, you little fuckers. Right. Mm-mm. My kids are assholes. Yeah. My job I sucks. I want to slap them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking hungry. Right. You know? Yeah, I just say it all out. Whatever. So, they he drives a geoprism because, of course, he would drive a geoprism. Not that I'm making fun of anybody who drives one. Right. I'm just saying. Right. Um, they took fabric samples from the back seat where they saw dark stains that could have been blood. Um, at the jail, they served a warrant on Stephen himself taking pictures, then collecting hair, cheek swabs, photos, and fingernail scrapings. Bugle swab. Bugle. At some point between July 12th and July 21st, Stephen's apartment was searched several more times. Yeah. Now, all in all, more things that they seized were uh, a Sony PlayStation 3 and a PS2. Is oh, it, Is a PS2 a PlayStation? Yeah. Why do they call it a PS2 and not a... Just because? I'm, babe, I know you don't work for someone. Do I look yeah. like a fucking gamer? I like I play Xbox, Madden, and the show, and that's it. So he had a lot. They took a PlayStation Three, a PS Two, an Xbox, and I put and shit. So all the accessories, CDs, memory sticks, and cards. A second laptop, a second camera, two adult magazines, a pair of women's underwear, um, ugh, ugh. which. Were later proven to be Lawrence. They had Lawrence DNA on him. And packaging for a Stanley hacksaw. Jesus. The memory cards were examined by a forensic computer specialist from the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. 
and they found 52 uh, indecent images of children. Oh, my God. Now you die. You should die. Uh, The laptops were also searched. Searches were made for Lauren, for everything. Really? He searched nude Lauren. Like, Google knows who Lauren is, and it's just going to, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, He went to her Twitter account several times a day. He also had, um, like, just fucking weird, disturbing searches, like how to molest a sleeping girl. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, He would also um, visit multiple porn sites that featured cannibalism and dismemberment. Wow. And they were able to determine that he was looking at these websites while he was watching her. Oh, that's creepy. He's creepy. Yeah. Um, He searched on the day uh, Lauren's body was found, how to permanently erase your search history. (sighs) Well, you failed. Well done. Because you didn't delete that one. Yeah. Fucking idiot. So, like, what if he erased his entire hard drive and then left that? That would have been amazing. <laughs> right. Fucking idiot. Oh, so, this guy is on August 7th gross. or 2nd, 2011, an arrest warrant is issued for Stephen McDaniel for the murder of Lauren Giddings. Nice. Um, evidence in the warrant that they referred to included a hacksaw hidden in the laundry room at Barrister's Hall with the packaging in his apartment. They also found Lauren's DNA on the hacksaw. A master key to the complex that could open every single apartment. How the hell did he get that? That's how he got in. Wow. So Lauren wasn't crazy. Yeah. He would go into her apartment every fucking time she left. Dude. That's how we got her underwear. I wonder how we got got that key, though. Um, But then... So a, a former roommate apparently came forward and said that he would constantly talk about the perfect murder and dismemberment and getting away with it. Yeah. They also found evidence that he had been watching her. He used a camera taped to a wooden pole to see through her windows. What a creep. They also recovered multiple deleted videos of her in her apartment. Dude. So this... she wasn't she wasn't crazy. Right, right. So, poor thing. Um, on August 3rd, 2011, he appeared in court for murder charges and pled not guilty. Dude, he, he, really? I know. Really? Sir, come on. Oh, my God. You fucking dummy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> on August 23rd, 2011, he is charged with seven counts of child sexual exploitation. Mm-hmm. And in December of 2011, he pleads not guilty to those charges and is uh, given an $850,000 bond. Which obviously nobody can pay. Yeah. Um, on February 21st of 2013, prosecutors announced that they will not pursue the death penalty against him. Wow. There's a reason I'm going to read it. Okay. This is why people are better than us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bibb County District Attorney David Cook released a statement. Quote, Recently I met with the family of Lauren Giddings and discussed the case with them at length. <clears throat> at the close of the meeting... Lauren's mother and father asked me to withdraw the death notice. Although they believe Mr. McDaniel deserves to be punished to the fullest fullest extent of the law, they recognize that withdrawing the death notice will allow the case to proceed in a more timely fashion and will result in the state achieving justice for Lauren at a sooner date in the, yeah, in the interest of avoiding further delays. 
Uh, my office will not seek the death penalty for Mr. McDaniel. Which? That wouldn't be closure to me. Fucking I, kill him. I want him dead. Kill him. Cut his legs off. Because to some people... Forgiveness is closure. Yeah, but for, <clears throat> some, for some inmates... Per, I, for example, I would have some guys that would want to go back to prison. Yeah. Because it was an easier time for them. Right. So that it, it wouldn't be closure to me. No. I, I'd want that son of a bitch dead. The guy's a fucking hermit anyways. Yeah. You're not taking away anything. I mean, can he walk out of jail? No. But is it going to be any different in prison for him than no. it is in real life? No. So <clears throat> on April 21st, 2014, one week before the trial was scheduled to start, Stephen changed his plea to guilty to, uh, he pled guilty to Lauren's murder. Okay. Part of that plea deal was that Stephen would have to give a statement detailing everything that happened step by step. Do they ever find her head? No. No. Which, Uh, fuck you. Tell me where it's at. Yeah. Give me the rest of my child to bury. Yeah. Please. If if he's supposed to give a detailed statement, that's not detailed. If I'm not mistaken, and I have to, I would have to look again, I believe it was an issue with like trash being taken away and everything so um but i mean i get where the parents are coming from they want everything to go quicker but i i get it fuck that yeah i i get it too but you're better people than Mm -hmm. we are oh yeah yeah i'd want them done so according to steven's written statement this is what happened that night on june 26th around 4 30 a.m steven put on a mask and a pair of gloves he used the master key found in his apartment to enter Lauren's apartment. He insisted that he did not sexually accost her, but he watched her sleeping for a short while. After he stepped on a floorboard and it creaked, she woke up, turned around, and told him to get the fuck out. Yeah. Stephen jumped on the bed, put his hands around her neck, and began strangling her. The two struggled and fell off the bed. On the floor, Stephen strangled Laura to death. At one point, she removed his his mask and said Stephen please stop obviously he didn't he placed her in the bathtub in her apartment and went back to his apartment across the hall he stayed there for the entire day on Sunday only returning to Lauren's apartment at midnight to dismember her body using the hacksaw that they found he then disposed of her remains putting them in black trash bags and dumping them in trash bins on the law school campus across from Barrister's Hall on June 28th he disposed of her torso in the trash bin at the apartment complex. If he would have picked another garbage can, he yeah. would have got away with it. Yeah, he would have. If he wouldn't have talked to that fucking reporter, yep. he would have got Why? away with it. Why would you? That's what I'm saying. Like, what? Because murderers want to be in it. They yeah. want to see what they did. Well, I mean, that's just like when there's a house fire. What do you guys do? You look in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Oh, First thing. Yeah. Yeah. So in February of 2018, uh, this fuckbag filed a petition for a new trial. Wow. He represented himself. Oh, Jesus Christ. He claimed that his constitutional rights were violated throughout the investigation and before before the trial. He said that uh, the investigators documented in their report that he was verbally unresponsive. Uh, quote, staring off into space and showed little evidence that he was, quote, mentally engaged with officers, 
but they did not wait for him to be cleared health-wise by medical staff before they asked for consent to search his apartment. Because they knew you were full of shit. Yeah, bud. Sorry. You literally were just on the fucking news. Right. And now you want to act stupid? You should have just faked a fucking seizure while you were this at it. This dude is just a goof. So, he's basically arguing that he was not mentally fit to consent to a search. He went on to say that his attorneys failed to pursue that line of defense. And the judge went, uh, no. Fuck you. Yeah. You were just on TV uh, again. Yeah. They rejected his bid, Good. obviously. Um, <clears throat> on August 6th of 2011, they did, so back to when it happened, they did hold a memorial service in Maryland, which is where she was from. Good. Hundreds of people showed up. Nice. Um, now, Karen and Bill talk about how they try to focus on the fun-loving and ambition, ambitious woman that Lauren was, but they do wonder what she would have been. Yeah. Uh, Mom says, quote, she never lost sight of what life is really about. She lived more in her 27 years than most people do in 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, a fellow law student wrote, quote, Lauren was the glue that held us all together. A year after Lauren's death, David gave an interview to a local news station and said, quote, It's been hell. Nothing's really changed. Time, as some people say, heals all wounds. If it does, it hasn't even begun yet. It's just a mix of heartache and anger. Man. He was going to propose. Oh. Yeah. Man, that breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. I just got the chills. Yeah. So they did end up, her parents ended up setting up a scholarship in her name. Good. Obvi- they always do. God, they're so much yeah. better. Um, it, it's for, obviously, underprivileged students to help pay their college fees. Um, and they do host a memorial walk and softball tournament every year. Awesome. All that money goes towards the Scholarship Foundation. Awesome. Um, in 2017, they reached their goal of $25,000, which they needed to fund the scholarship for years to, fun- years awesome. to come. Awesome. Love hearing that. So that is the story of Lauren Giddings. Oh, man. What a tragic story. What a shitbag. Yeah. Yeah. Unreal. Yep. I don't understand the whole dismemberment thing. Babe, we kind of discussed it yesterday because I'm watching Dahmer again. Yeah, yeah. And... uh, To me, that's not... That's not mental disease. That's evil. That's evil. It's evil, but to me... I feel it's it's insane. Uh, that's my personal opinion. To kill someone is one thing. And you know I've been in an officer-involved shooting. Mm-hmm. And if I had to take a life, I, I know I can take it, if need be. But to cut someone up, mm-hmm. to, like, Dahmer, to eat body parts. The you, you reason know, I say it's not insane, though, is because they do it for a reason. I get it, but... Babe, that that's a whole different level if, of evil. If, if if you've if you watched an autopsy and and saw body parts be cut up, yeah. maybe you would think different. Well, the reason okay, so insanity is not knowing what you're doing at the time that you're doing it, and that's what these I guys are knowingly dismembering the bodies to get rid of them. They know what they're doing. They I, have a purpose. I I get it, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's fucked um, up. Yeah. Obviously, oh, something's not right in up. your head, but yeah. you can be a sociopath and not be insane. 
True. So True. most sociopaths are not insane. Yeah. True. They're very with it. They are very smart. They know what they're doing. And psychopaths. Psychopaths don't have to be insane either. Yeah. So. Well, yep. So maybe I'm wrong. So. Never. Well, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying it applies to everybody. Yeah. But this guy in particular, he cut up her body to get, to rid, get rid of, of her. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You know. Yeah. Dahmer was cutting up bodies for a totally different right. reason. He right. had, you know. And I, I believe 100% he was insane. I don't know enough about him or the case to say that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know enough about... I know he didn't want to plead insanity. Yeah, I know that. But I... And I know his defense attorney did. I, I, I don't know. Now, to me... I mean, is that him admitting that he's just evil? I know. I, he admitted the, the the whole time that he felt something was wrong. Now, who um, who wanted to have his brain studied? Did he want that or did they suggest it after he was murdered? I believe they suggested it okay. after he was murdered okay. and his, his mom wanted it done. Yeah, and his dad didn't. And his dad didn't. His dad, his dad knew he was evil. His dad was the one that called the police in Florida and said, look Walsh. at him for Adam Walsh. Yeah. His dad seemed like, a, I mean, a somewhat decent. Yeah. You know. And I know his mom wanted it studied because she's like, there's there's something wrong. We need to find out And, and I wonder wrong. if it, like, because his mom was on so much medication mm-hmm. when she was pregnant, and it, it could back have. then it was just normal. Well, and I mean, you know, there are medications you can take now while pregnant, but like back then, you're on fucking lithium and shit yeah. pregnant, and that'll. I mean, how could it not do something right. to the fetus? Right. You know. So I, I don't I'm curious. I want to look into the into the case a little bit more. I'm I'm curious. I feel like with his demeanor. Like, I, I think he was insane. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, you, you look at his demeanor and then, you know, they're comparing John Wayne Gacy with him in the oh, in man, what you're watching. Oh, man, that was cocky. He's, and he's just fucking he's evil. He's a psychopath. He's, he's evil. Yeah. There's no way around it. But Dahmer's demeanor and, uh, like, to he's me. Just, he was off. He has a very flat affect. Yeah. Like, he just, you know. Yeah. And that's why I think he knew that he was fucked in the head yeah I, th- I think so too and sometimes people are fucked in the head and, they and i can't think he just it. wanted it over with yeah that's that's why you know, I, they, don't, I don't think he wanted to spend time in a hospital for the right. rest of his life and you I hear all the he time just, that these guys are like i couldn't stop yeah i'm not saying it's an excuse please don't right. misunderstand right. me in any way shape or form but one of the things that i know that they kind of contributed or they tried to contribute was he had like a botched hernia surgery or something yeah now, it's not the same. If you look at a lot of serial killers, there's head injuries. Right. John Wayne Gacy had a head injury. Did he really? Yes. Yes. Oh. He, um, fuck, I can't remember now. Um, he had a heart condition. He had an arrhythmia. I know that. So he couldn't do sports and shit like that. But he did, he did have a head injury that landed him in the hospital for quite some time. Well... Yeah. I and mean, his, it, like, oh, fuck, I can't remember what, I'm going to have to look now. But he, he had a head injury. Um, Ed Kemper had a head injury. Ted I Bundy mean, had a head injury. I believe 100% I do from coding. 
Oh, you do. You you I mean, you w- do. Without you... my medication, now I, see, I know how I am. So and it's. I mean. We've seen it. Right. Yours is an anoxic brain injury. So yours is a brain injury from lack of oxygen. Serial killers, what they notice is it's a it's a TBI. It's a traumatic brain injury. Right. So some sort of injury is... Traumatic. Yes. Yeah. So um, the Night Stalker. Right. He fell downstairs or his mom dropped him. He had a head injury. Wow. Like that's, that's the common denominator. I mean, and look at Benoit. Yeah. Chris Benoit. Yeah. His was his. Yeah. That's why they, you know, they wanted their brain studied. And yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's a, a common thread is, yeah. is head injuries. That's interesting. Didn't, did BTK have a head injury? I don't remember. No, he was just a fucking whiner talking about a train that he played with. Yeah. He didn't yeah, have it. No, but a lot of them. Yeah. A lot of them do. Mm. Well, that was good. That was a good case. Um, we're back, people. So I told you I'm back on my bullshit. Yeah, you're back on your bullshit. So we're you're already working on another one. I, I am. believe. I am. So a um, couple days, and we'll be out with another one. Sunday Sorry, or Monday. You know, we apologize that it did take a little while. But if you're a Patreon, you you know that we just did a two parter. So and also, my brain is broken. Right. I was sick for a little while. Yeah, you got. You were sicker than I, a, I had a couple a dog. weeks where yeah, I was. You had a bad flare up. Yeah. So that's what took so long. So um, so hopefully things are good with that. You got to get another MRI. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it's just a little, a little swelling, swelling that the steroids can yeah. take care of. My hands go numb. No big deal. Mm. Meh. I'd feel sorry for you, but you don't. You don't I don't care. feel my legs no, and my yeah. left arm is numb. So yeah. You'll care when I start dropping shit on you. Well, I mean, whatever. I'm yeah, good. You're good. I'm good. You're good. There's a new guy at work, and I had an ice pack on my neck, and he's like, are you okay? Are, are you really okay? Yeah, and another guy was like, she's fucking fine. Yeah. It's like, she just needs ice once in a while and maybe tell somebody to shut up. She's just fine. Just feel the back of her head. She's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. squishy. It's squishy. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, check out our Facebook page. Check out our Instagram, Twitter. Uh, check us out on Patreon if you want ad-free, full access to Bonus all episodes. Bonus episodes. And the bonus episodes, guys, are usually like <clears throat> the big ones. Yeah, yeah. They're, so, we, they're the bigger cases. That's that where we try to, Casey Anthony, Scott Peterson, right. that's where those are. Right, so they're not just normal Mm -mm. cases they're usually the high profile stuff so sign up if uh check it out yeah if you want to there's three tiers like i said but each tier you you get access to all episodes and you get the free bonus episodes Mm so um thank you guys it's glad to be back thanks for dealing with my hiatus yeah yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We will be talking to you soon. Bye. Bye.